Unfiltered Free Range American Podcast, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Good. On right now. I'm Spot a producer. Here's rolling. We're just talking okay, shit. Okay, we're just right we're gonna start now. this listen, show off. This is why people don't like New Yorkers, Richard. Yeah. Because you guys are pretentious. You're very. Yeah. Three assholes ganging up on me. No, this is why we're bullshit. aggressive. Because I got three oh, assholes. Oh, here we go. A guy making up stories about cops. Oh yeah. But you look like fucking Jack, but you know better life choices than you. I didn't. Wait, I didn't say that. No. Fucking jizz over there, dude. Yeah, that's your marine, buddy. Gary. Well, well, welcome to Free Range America. Are we on now? Yes, I guess we, 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 we started. We started during Ron, all that. Ron, but you already fucked this up. Bro. Well, you're you so didn't even start. God, I'm going to headbutt you in the mouth. That's because, because you can't use that right wrist. Why don't you tell us why? Because I use my right elbow. What's stronger? <laughs> <laughs> look, at that, look at that range of motion. Look at that range of motion wow, right there. Right. Fucking New Yorkers, go, man. Just, just give me another skyrocket right your eye. Well, I have to say I've seen your content quite a bit uh, on That's the interwebs. Okay, thank you. you, you we can have a civil discussion here. You thought I was Mike the Cop. Hard. He's like, hey, Mike, how you doing? Wait, your name's not Mike? What is it? I'm the other I bald thought, white cop. Oh, dude. Rich, Rich, Rich. Yeah, I'm a dick. Rich? How okay. you doing, butter? No, uh, uh, you're uh, you've been big on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the whole the whole gambit. Um, and welcome to San Antonio. Thanks for coming out, coming on the show, man. We'll uh, have a fun show. I'm glad that you uh, you invited me back. The last time I was here, I didn't see. You. I just I was writing for Vet TV. Yeah, I had I had bigger things to do, like watch TV. Ouch. <laughs> watch watch TV like Netflix. He's at like I expected to see him. I was saying thank you for like lending your home to me, but I mean, go fuck myself then. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can't. It's gonna so, be one of know, those episodes. I thought Southern hospitality was a thing. So, I'm coming down here expecting to be the dickhead, and I was pleasantly surprised. God, man, these New Yorkers, you get them in Texas, they fucking lose their damn minds. Well, everything's bigger in Texas, including my assholeness. Yeah, it's true. So, so a little backstory, people don't know you got into the social media and then um you're a police officer and then uh i believe you're also a reservist in the army correct yes you nasty girl or a reservist nasty girl Ooh, drill well, sergeant getting dirty yes did you have like a moment where it like it, it took off because i've seen some of your skits and stuff you did tiktok there for a while i think pre-ban um but no before tiktok no, no, it's it was not banned yet not banned yet. No, I know. I just I, I start, so I started off before I started doing the social media thing. I was I did stand up and improv comedy. Oh, okay, and then I got the cop job, and I couldn't do that anymore. Not because like they didn't want me to, but it just my schedules it didn't line up. Right. You know, you gotta you gotta do open mic nights, and you gotta do practices for improv. So it didn't line up, and then Vine was big. So I Vine, started that's on the, that's Vine. the one. Yeah. So I started on Vine, and then Vine died. So I said went on Insta. Well, you got then, the street terms, dude. Insta. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a Insta. That, that's an interesting thing too. Like watching someone just nuke an app that a lot of people got big on. It's like you kind of see see how fast this could be taken away because there was a lot of guys, a lot of people that of got people big on Vine, and then boom, Amanda Cerny. And well, Wait. that's what's funny is like Charlie's story on that is like I was gonna be, yeah, I was gonna the, say it, but the creators like, were like, nothing. "You owe us," and the owner was like, "No, now we're done." See and ya. Thanos just snapped money. his finger and that was gone. Well, did Vine get bought out or was that? I thought the TikTok. I thought Twitter was bought, Vine. No, 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 Twitter no, bought Vine. no, no, no. I think, I think something like, can you, can you validate that? Maybe I think it's Twitter. Twitter owned Vine. Owned or bought Vine yeah. and then dissolved it and at then, some yeah, point. When all I don't their, know what the reasons influencers for. started getting cocky. They were like, all right, we'll just delete it. That's literally and they went, what Charlie's you, story is. Yeah. Deleted. Because the, the influencers wanted more money. They're like, mm-hmm. we made you. And they're like, no, this is our app. 
yeah. and done. It's gone. Yep. And yeah. they were like, oh, f- we messed up. And, and then, then Twitter bye-bye. created OnlyFans. And did, did, wait, did Twitter, Twitter owns, owns OnlyFans? Only yes. What? How do you guys not know that? Really? Because yes. I don't have an OnlyFans. Although I should. Wow. <laughs> Butthole picks, I'm just man. saying, they did a Butthole service to the entire world. Macros. They, 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 <laughs> they brought back the paywall for pornography because it wasn't existing with you porn. And they tried that premium. But who, who signs up for premium? You know? I don't know what I get for premium though. That's that's the question. I, I think you get like you porn has not served me a solid <laughs> ad that really. You can sold save me. videos, get exclusive content. I heard. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you could save videos. I think I so. haven't had saved pornography since 2007. I was about to say the same thing, like the exact same. Year <laughs> like too. someone made that comment, like I'd like to see what's on your hard drive. I mean, it's about a million hours of us doing stupid shit. But I mean, you guys what? ever have the shared drives on military posts? Oh yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. course, and have like terabytes of porn on there well those were really on the shared drive it was always like the one guy that had like you know the the, the terabyte one, drive yeah it's the like, terabyte drive don't tell anybody i gave this to you okay <laughs> yeah. bring them back to my my hooch yeah, yeah. About three, well, no because it's like listen man like you can borrow this but this is a big deal you this go is on deployment with like one and a half gigs of porn and you come home with four different hard drives and you find out you got a whole bunch of new fetishes well, that you did. Well, yeah, it's, it's always weird when your, your buddy gives you one. I had that in, when I was contracting here, it's like, yeah, there's some stuff on there. You're like, and I clicked there and there's a couple folders labeled some weird shit. And I was like, Oh, this dude's weird. Okay. Like mm. super. So you watched it. Stuff. You know, we were yeah, all you know, sharing you, for Heather research Brooks purposes. About it to make you feel. For research purposes. Now I just can't get past like girls and Porter Johns. It's my thing now. I mean, now it's just stepsisters. Everything's step, a step. Bro. Everything's a step. That's no, just now. That's it's just an algorithm brothers. giving you what you've been watching. Are you sure? Yes. I'm gonna check this. <laughs> it explains <laughs> all you, the you dudes. Were, you were a stand-up comedian, yeah, and then so got the cop job, and then was it just kind of like you saw that social media aspect of like because I think before you and what like Mike the cop, there wasn't a lot of well, like, Daniels was big. Daniels, was Officer big. Daniels, yeah. yeah, Officer Daniels, and he kind of started on Facebook. He did. did he start on Facebook? Yeah. He fought, he found me on Vine and he was just like, why haven't you talked to me? And I'm like, dude, I don't know who the fuck you are. Uh, I'm just doing this because it's fun and I don't, ha- and I need an outlet because I can't do stand up and I can't do improv right now. And he's just like, we should, people should see your shit, man. You're funny. I was like, oh, cool. Thanks. And then we got to talking and then he's obviously Officer Daniels is a big deal. And so I was like, cool. So we became friends. Yeah. Then I did the social media thing, Facebook, and then I started the YouTube channel. YouTube's been to blowing up for me. Awesome. Hell so yeah. I'm well, are you doing like skits on there? Are you doing reviews? Yeah, it's all rants. No, it's nice that you, you did like some the rants. research and watched my stuff before well, you, you came on here. On. What do I, I do? know Thank I'm you. asking I'm you joking. so the edification of the audience, but I know you do like the drill start videos and some yep. other stuff on yeah, there. Yeah, I got a bunch of characters. The more, the one that people seem to like the most is when I put on the drill hat and the old BDUs and I just go fucking ham on somebody that did something stupid. Yeah. You get like, really veiny and red when you do that. Sometimes I get legitimately mad. Sometimes I get like legitimately frustrated with how dumb people are. And then I just let it play out because it's entertaining. People are pretty dumb. People are really stupid. And then the more sweaty I get, the more comments I get of like, holy fuck, this guy's pissed off. Look at how wet he is. (laughs) He's going to have a heart attack. I'm just a natural sweaty guy. But I guess it adds to like the allure of a drill sergeant screaming at you and spittle flying off of my nose. What do you I would imagine being a police officer influencer per se, not to label you as an influencer. You're more of a content creator. I think the term influencer has been lost on people that, you know, cheap and don't do anything and get likes. But um, is that 
difficult because I know from a veteran perspective, um, sometimes the community eats your own, but we do have that kind of buffer because it's socially acceptable at this point. Thank God that mm. veterans are acclaimed and revered in some way. Mm-hmm. And law enforcement as kind of the political spectrum goes left and right throughout the years. I feel like that it opens you up to a lot of like Reddit things and people that are just like making massive generalizations and massive stereotypes about mm-hmm. you. Is, does that ever impact you or are you just kind of like, fuck yeah, it, I got doxxed last week. You got docs next week? So I got, um, I was in the news, which what? we can't talk about too much right now, but I was in the news and everybody already knows it. Donut did a video on it. And uh, because of that, a Black Lives Matter activist found out, it, it's not, if you're a police officer or a public servant in the state of New York, you can go on a website and you can see the person's name and how much that money they make. So they put me on a flyer with a bunch of other cops that they just don't like with a bunch of false information on it and said, my name, the amount of money that I made last year. And then in their post with this flyer that they had, they said, addresses are coming for these officers. And then I guess like two days later, they had found my address to a home that I'm renovating and doing content on, I call the crack house, which it is. And they posted it on, uh, I think Twitter was a Facebook post and they took a screenshot of it and they put it on Twitter. And then a fan sent it to me and they said, we uh, took it down for doxing. But I was like, you got the wrong house, motherfucker. Yeah, if you don't know, doxing is essentially where someone gets your your personal address posted online. You either get hate mail, you get threats, you get which is happening a lot, a now. lot, a now lot to cops. And Donut was on and told told the story about him getting swatted, like and I mean, like yeah. this is super dangerous shit for law enforcement for the individual getting doxed. It's 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 terrifying. Well, that's why you here. have like people like humanizing the badge is because people are dehumanizing officers, right? I know like people are like, you know, black lives matter, all lives matter, blue lives matter. Like, oh, there's all these statements that people can say to throw out, you know, to throw their ring in the hat and, you know, back a certain group or whatever. But when it comes to police officers, it's amazing how just your occupation, regard it, it takes away your skin color. It takes away your ethnic background and immediately you're a bootlicker piece of shit that is specifically put there to harass a certain portion of the population. And it's, it's ridiculous. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Like we get all these like uppity white people that scream in your face for Black Lives Matter and there's not a, a black face in the crowd. And you're standing next to a black officer. Oh, no. Like, yeah, there's like USA people. Today running that that photo of that white female with her, you know, giving the middle finger in, in the face of a black cop. It's like, you're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> like, why can't those people be doxxed? And we just go, you're a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. And we should probably take your house. Because burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that, that that's the hard part, right? With any of these social media, like, you know, movements is, you know, they're taking one specific circumstance and stance and then painting a whole demographic and or profession in the light of one actions of one individual. But it's socially acceptable to do but that for my that's profession. Lunacy. Which is I mean, had, had there weird. been criminals in the military? Yeah, but that doesn't mean that the culture of the military promotes criminal activity and or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And we're the first to evaluate as peers, which I would hope and expect out of the law enforcement community. If there's like a piece of shit, they'd be like, yo, this dude's got to go. We try to check our own. Yeah. That, that's the, the first start of that. But to like, to, to, to label a whole community as something negative is, 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 counterintuitive to solving the problem because if anything we have to get education and and training and things that we can actually prepare people to be better civil servants and we as taxpayers pay law enforcement to fucking protect us and and i'm sure you've seen it but the hypocrisy out of this is like and some of these like 
riots and everything going on, something happens or call the police. And I'm like, but you're protesting the police. And then, and then you need them as a resource. It's like, it, it yeah. hurts my brain to even wrap sense. around it. It's Minneapolis. Yeah. They're like defund the police. Okay, yeah. cool. We're now done. all the and citizens now- are looking at the, uh, at, at all the, uh, city officials going, Oh fuck. What did you guys do? Well, the city officials literally said, well, where are the police? Like, where, what are they doing? Where are they? And you're like, you just you cut a bunch of people and a bunch of people quit like yeah. and retired early. They were like, we're out of here because you just said we're going to take away all your funding. How do you expect anybody to be better if you're just going to be like, we're going to take away, away all your money? Well, it's well, a hypocritical, as Matt was saying, it's, it's hypocritical because you have, it's like, well, if there's one bad apple in the police community, they're all bad. But mm-hmm. vice versa, it's like, oh, well, there was only one bad peaceful protester that was like rioting oh well you can't not all protesters are that exact same way and you're like well you just labeled that entire community this way so how is that not hypocritical to say the same vice versa i'm not really going in the weeds here but i mean you're a ranger so uh civil affairs psychological operations you ever work with those guys yeah okay i was ca so for a while and you Follow me on this rabbit hole for a moment, right? So I don't think the world has understood what happens when you demonetize somebody that's supposed to be good at their job. Years ago, in two, after 2006 to seven when I deployed, SOCOM was like, hey, the reservists in civil affairs and psychological, psychological operations are great, but they're costing us money. Reserve command wants them. We'll give them the reserve command. So you had the, all these guys that are supposed to be rolling around with, you know, ODA teams and line units and doing good shit and they're supposed to be trained so that they're not a bunch of retards fucking around doing the wrong thing. They're like, okay, cool. We're going to give you to uh, reserve command and reserve command goes, cool. Where's our money? And SOCOM goes, that sounds like your problem. So then you had all these special operators that are supposed to be civil affairs and psychological operations with no training, no funding going on their deployments in like eight, nine and 10 and just sucking, just being absolutely unprofessional, ruining one of the best jobs in the military. My personal opinion because they took away all the money, took away all the funding, took away all the training, and then said, all right, but we still want you to do the same job to the high standard that we expect you to do it years ago. And now you're doing that to the police officers. If somebody, I think, I mean, this is a wonderful platform. You guys got tons of followers. If you just look at what happened to civil affairs and the special operations community, and then you look at policing, it's like going down the same path. And I'm like, I'm worried that I'm going to live a repeat of this horrible military decision in my civilian life. Well, I mean, it's common sense. If you're if you're paying the salary that a mall cop is going to get, you're going to get mall cop applicants. Yes. So it's as you take that money away, you're just going to get even worse. Mm-hmm. So this is this is going to this is going to be worse. So then, and what the thing is, is going to happen is that if you, if you take away the money incentive, and I know you can't just be like, money means good and quality people. No, there's other things that go along with that. But you're right. Like in a generally speaking way, if you take away a large incentive, you're like, not going to attract, you're not going to attract the people you want. And then you're going to have to lower your standards so that you can get the numbers of officers that you want. So now you've lowered your standards, which is what you don't want to do is everybody wants to have people that are better, more qualified for the job doing the job. And it's a mess. You're just going, well, I think too, if you take away from, from the, the status quo of like what it means to be a law enforcement officer, or let's just say a veteran, you can, you can take any job, the, the federal government pays or, or state or whatever. Um, if, if, the, if it's not socially revered in sense, a lot of people that that's a big part of it, not necessarily always monetarily. Like you look at teachers, right. In the same aspect, like, you know, you respect teachers because you hope that they're going to educate the, the children of America. Right. But they're underpaid. And then you have the whole influence of progressive America in there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's a whole different rabbit hole. But what I'm saying is like, if, if people, law enforcement is more respected and then it's easier to pull out the bad apples here and here, which it's a humanity problem. There's evil people in the world, in yep. my opinion. And it's like, get them out of the job and then get the great guys and great gals in there. And then that's how we have a successful law enforcement community, which, and and it's like, whatever. I, I, I don't know if we should go down that whole rabbit hole, but the whole like systemic racism thing right now, I'm like, it hasn't been an issue until we made it an issue. We can talk about nicer things. Yeah, we can. Friend. Okay. We yeah. Can. Well, you we know can. what we could talk about? What's that? I fucking smell like mustard. <laughs> oh my Lord. <laughs> that sounds like a personal I, problem. It's, it's, it's awful. I can just smell it all over my I can't beard. wait for the video to be done. We shot a video and it's going to be Oh, this is face. real. So you actually yeah. Oh, yeah. had mustard. I, was I thought you were just doing from a head to head in mustard. I pushed, I pushed a <laughs> shit ton, like literally two massive handfuls of mustard into his beard. Yeah. What's the context of this? No, that's it. We made a funny video and I shoved mustard in his face. So it's just called mustard face? No, 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 no it's, about the, 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 it's about me eating a banana. <laughs> yeah. Why is there mustard involved? Because we're the mustard boys. Why are you the mustard Matt, boys? you're just not Come understanding on, this. I can't believe you're This not is all about, this whole video is you're about g- me you're eating you're a banana. You're giving away the whole video. teaches me a life lesson about lying. Yeah. About what? Lying. Lying. Yeah. Condiments can be used to teach life lessons, man. Sounds like a remember, viral video like, in the making. Yeah. It's it's going to be good. It's going to be viral good. Viral isn't it's going to like eat away at our souls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I smell like you. my, this mustard, it was burning my eyes. Like there was, a, I don't know if you're supposed to have that much mustard on your skin. The worst part was, is that we didn't set up before we did it. Yeah. We and just, then I had to watch you guys light the entire <laughs> yeah, Where do you think mustard gas came from? It's mustard. It's r- <laughs> mustard gas is actually mustard came from two, no I thought they just nicknamed I thought they your nicknamed, heart what God bless you. are you a gas specialist now Seaburn no <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that mustard is the thing that you eat doesn't come from that's like, all they did they, they they put CO2 in mustard dude, and they I'm shot it in World War One they killed a bunch of people it's like it's like a whippet but mustard <laughs> yeah. there was dangers with this mustard and you didn't see anything I was wondering why my eyes were burning because it's turmeric and fucking vinegar. Is that, what, is, is, is that what mustard's made out of? Yeah, turmeric. That's why there, there was a mustard seed, though, I thought, right? There was a mustard seed, is yeah. Is that a but, plant? Is a mustard a plant? Well, if you're talking about, like, French's yellow <laughs> mustard, that's turmeric. Well, you guys, did you guys tree? use, like, straight hot dog yellow mustard, like Dijon? Yeah, French's oh, yeah. spice. French's, no, no, just French's normal yellow mustard. Yeah, I, I had it all over my hands, and I ruined a shirt. I had to throw it away. We intentionally ruined a shirt. Um... Yeah, but he taught me a, a valuable lesson about lying. Who's posting this video? We all are. Yeah, We're yeah, all going to yeah. post it's it. A, it's actually an ad for FRA. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I made you a commercial. You're yeah. welcome. Glad you shit on me when I showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for I, you being so bring, against I victim bring, culture, you're sounding like it a little bit. Oh, right what is this? Now. Snowflake. Yeah, you were yeah. Yeah. everybody else wow. is snowflake this morning. I don't said that snowflake. All of a sudden, your snowflakes are us. <laughs> Yeah. It's not my I fault your genetics are under Snowflake's six foot. Fucking you, bonnet. you brought you brought a city cop and a drill sergeant to like a, a like a gaggle fuck of like talking in a circle. Well, and you don't expect me to be a dick a little bit. <laughs> well, let's hear what is what's this? What's no, going on? No, but I'm not the one it? that got offended. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. what's going on with this drill sergeant scandal shit right now? Where they take away, they're taking away you guys yelling at them when they get oh, on the bus. Jesus. Come on, let's let's touch on that. What's oh, going on? What? So I'm making I'm making a video on it, so I'm not going to use any of the the shenanigans I did on the video. But there's a uh, there's a couple articles in uh, military.com and stripes and stuff like that where General, uh, not General, I'm sorry, uh, Sergeant Major, Command Sergeant Major, I forget his name. I mean, he's irrelevant. Yeah, but he's a, he's an infantry uh, command sergeant major down in Benning that has, uh, I think he's got like three or four battalions underneath him. And he's saying, we're getting rid of day one uh, shark, shark attacks. and But he didn't say day one. He just said, we're getting rid of shark attacks, period. Which I'm like, mm, 
Oh, well, okay. shark attacks, right? That's when the drill sergeant gets your face. Well, that's not just and yells at you. Well, a shark attack isn't just when one drill sergeant gets in your face. It's when two or more get in your face and start right. making it a very difficult time to think clearly, which is the point. Um, but it's also a very good teaching lesson because everybody sees a shark attack and they go, I don't want that to happen to me. How can I make that not happen? Right. So he's trying to get rid of it or he has removed it at least from day one. And he's replaced it with this thing called the first hundred yards, which I guess in like the imagery world, there's like some sort of saying of like the last hundred yards. It has something to do with like world war two, some sort of thing. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Two infantry guys not known here. Either way. So there's some sort of World War II reference where it's the last hundred yards. So this is the Sergeant Major's brilliant baby idea about the first hundred yards. And it's it's what you do already in the first day of basic training. You have them move a bunch of their shit. You have them stand in line. You have drill sergeants do some sort of exhibition on like clearing a room or coming out of smoke or doing something cool so they can be like, oh, look, I can be that guy someday. Neat. And then you just do the... Then you just start basic training. That's stupid. It's fucking stupid. It's stupid. already happening and you're getting rid of history in the, and it's like, I, I don't want to be that old veteran guy. I mean, I'm still in, so I guess I'm not a veteran, but I don't want to be that old dude that sits around and goes, you know, the military is, you know, it's gotten really weak since I last got in. Oh, it's definitely gotten because, really weak. Because while I've been on the trail for engineer OSA, cause I'm an engineer now, uh, Jesus, how many fucking MOSs do you have? I don't know, about as many. Uh, no, so you know almost as many gas. STDs as you've had. <laughs> <laughs> I get around the military just like you get around, Anson. And, and, uh, and so I'm just going to let that joke. I thought it was a good joke. Damn horn. It was a good joke. I don't mind if I take a drink. God damn these New Yorkers. That was so. So I, in, I appreciate you for that. You're welcome. We just we don't egg him we're on. <laughs> you, you were against him ten seconds ago, and I was defending you. Yeah, like, well, I grow on people. I still like, love um, you, Jared. But it was just a good joke. It was a I joke. appreciate it was a, a good, good joke. joke. It was a good joke. But in engineer land, uh, in engineer land, I was fucking hard. I was the kill hat, which in people who don't know what the kill hat is, it's the one drill sergeant that's the angriest piece of shit that you don't want to fuck with. I mean, look at you. I'm very angry. And so, so you guys, do you guys predetermine like good cop, bad cop? It's like you know. Like yeah, good, good drill uh, so bad drill sergeant. My first cycle in basic training, I was green. I was, you know, you're you're green drill, and you kind of shut up and learn and watch and see what you want to do and try not to fuck up and look like an idiot. And so I did that, and I liked being the teaching drill sergeant because it was like cool. I like to teach, you know, and I'm I'm funny ish. I mean, that's and that's so it's debatable, debatable. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, cool, I'll yeah. be the teaching one. And then the second cycle that I went on. I had like three green drill sergeants underneath me and I wasn't the senior drill, but in my platoon, like the senior drill was gone a lot. So I was like, I had the most experience out of like the couple other drill sergeants over there. And one of the drill sergeants got fucking mouth back to, uh, and she came in and she was just like some, this fucking probably just mouth back to me and laughed. And, uh, I fucking came in here cause I didn't know what to do. Cause I'm new with this. And I'm like, my wife fucking got you. And then from that moment on, uh, I just kind of back up my, my fellow buddy drill sergeants as being like the, the bastard. So. And having, you know, the background and seeing PSYOPs, like, I have a good time. Yeah, you know how to get into their head. Oh, I do. After, Ooh, give us some examples. After they fucking laughed at the female drill, I went in there and I said, everybody, get in line. And they, so they formed up inside in the barracks. And, and the barracks is like your home. Your barracks is where you can do the fuck fuck games because you're, you're secluded. Nobody can see what's going on. And so I told them, I go, who's the Mormon that doesn't like swear words? And he goes, he raised his hand. I go, if you were going to be offended by curse words, I go, get out and go in the hallway with a battle buddy. He's like, okay. So he gets out and goes to the battle buddy in the hallway. And I just, I slowly talk to them and I explain, I go, here's the deal. 
when I went to CA and PSYOP school, I go, my drill sergeants fucked with us for the first five, six hours until a couple people quit because that was the standard that they wanted. So I'm going to leave here. And in the next couple of days, I'm going to get five of you to quit because you're fucking pieces of shit. And I'm not going to let, and you're just fucking dead. They were like, oh, and I, and I left the room and nice and cool and calm. And then the fuck fuck game started. Every time that I would wake them up, every time that they would get smoked, I started whistling uh, Tiny Tim. Tiptoe through the tulips with me. Mm. And I would, oh man, after, after the first couple of days, they were fucking shitting themselves. And then I would, uh, I'd make them walk into walls. I'd make them, I'd make them march into walls and just sit there like a robot and march into walls. Sleep deprivation is Wait, something that you you're not to supposed to do Mormon... and I've never, ever done before. So there will be no investigations about that. Why do you have to ask the Mormon gentleman to leave because he gets offended? Because by basic words? training is, 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 there are some softer things where basic trainees will, uh, will bitch about you. So we, we get our hands uh, tied a lot by command. So a couple years ago, but I feel like, I feel like if, especially if he can't it's, handle it's a, a yeah, it's a vo- and, like, and, and, what the fuck, man? Oh, Mississippi boat ride or Missouri boat ride. That was one of my favorites. Uh, buddy of mine, you ever see, um, uh, the Jesse something. Hey, Popper with, uh, Clint Eastwood where he's like, Jesse, the Jesse something or other. He's like a bandit. Either way, there's guys chasing him in the video and he fucking goes across on a raft. Hey, doggo. Goes across on a raft and then shoots. Oh, you're so handsome. Shoots the uh, the raft and it just fucking floats down the Missouri. Because it's a Missouri boat ride. And so I would take buckets of five-gallon waters and I'd dump it all across the bay, which makes it super slippery because their floors are like bored. We are going to have a moment, bud. How are you? Thank you. There's, there's a puppy making out with Rich over here. <laughs> super hot. He's, he likes me. I Which attract. is a random factoid. Eli found that today in the highway, pulled over and saved the dog. That is so. literally the dog you found on the highway? Mm-hmm. I, that dog licked my nose with probably rodent ass all over his mouth. It's yeah, okay. he was probably eating a raccoon, so. But yeah, Missouri Bow Ride, dump a bunch of water, have them slip and slide and bust their faces on the ground because they can't like keep traction with their hands. What? Basic training so no, we're different talking about than when we went. Fucking yeah. why, yeah, how... Hmm? How is someone that can't listen to curse words going to survive? Oh, a curse words! Battlefield? Oh, that's right, hands tied. So they tie your hands. They tie drill sergeant's hands in basic training a lot of times. So at one point, uh, you weren't allowed to do corrective training more than the repetitions that you did for the warm up and PRT. So that means what? that that means five five counts of uh, five four count push ups. So ten push ups, right? That's so, not. That's not corrective training. No, it's 10 pushups. And it sucks because now the private knows when you're going to stop, right? Yeah. But I was able to find a way around that. And that's every time I found an infraction, I put you down for, you know, those five pushups or my favorite was squat benders by the numbers. You just do one and they just fucking squat there. But I would have to sit there with them and do it with them because if you can't make them do that without you doing it. So my legs are fucking taut, brother. I know we already had a conversation about legs being something or other. Yeah. But- yeah. So they would, they tied our hands with that, but we found ways around that. And then if you're not allowed to swear at them or you're supposed to curb the cursing because it's unprofessional. And sometimes you'd have privates like cry and be like, so was mean to me. Boo. Is that a thing? What do you think the cultural impact for the military is when you have like, I hate to use this because it's standard word, like but the pacification of the American military. Like if, especially if you're in like a legit job, like a combat MOS, like, Infantry, MOS, mortars, like, combat engineers. Dude, you gotta yeah. you gotta be a tough son of a bitch because at the end of the day, that training, whether you like it 
right then and there is it will be a direct like impact on your success criteria associated with how you will deal with stress and wartime situations. And the more you fucking, it's the whole reason that you have like selection processes that are fucking brutal and they, they deprive you of sleep and food and calories and try to get you to just like quit and you have to think through it. It's because you will most likely be in a worse situation than that because the fucking blanks that are going off will be real fucking bullets. Yeah. And, and for me, it's, it's, it's this whole facade of like, it feels good now, but then you're gonna get fucking people killed. And like, I would rather have the poor private crying in basic training for mommy working through it. And then guess what? He has the balls to save his fucking teammate that just got shot in war. And guess what? We bring two fucking American heroes home safe. He's probably gonna be like, it's just like when your dad smacked you upside the head when you were a fucking kid, you were so pissed. And you're like, I, I actually kind of deserve call that. call the cops. I was a little shit. Yeah, to call, yeah. I had that happen. You go, ma'am, you can absolutely smack the shit out of your son. Corporal punishment is allowed in the state of New York. Have a nice day. (laughs) So a kid called you? Oh, yeah. This thing that happens every once in a while. You have some shithead kid to do that. What's the, okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that was, that was it. Just, yeah, that Sergeant Major in the fucking infantry uh, basic training is a fuck. He's got his EIB, his CIB. He's a ranger, he's ranger tabbed. I don't think he was. Thanks for saying ranger tab, not a ranger. We have to to clear that up. Thank you. I said, I said tab. No, I said, thank you. Yeah, I know. Thanking you. Yeah, I got you. Nothing against Ranger qualified people, but you know, tab and scroll. Let's go. Yeah. I make, I make jokes about Ranger tab people and because people will be like, Oh, you fucking drill starter. You don't have your, your fucking blue disc. I go, yeah, I want you to go hang. I, I'm an engineer. I go, we don't hand out sapper taps. Like you do Ranger tabs. So I have a nice day guy. <laughs> Once you go have a nice day with your Ranger tab, every fucking second Lieutenant and go find a couple sapper guys. Oh, you can't because there's a few of them because it's a hard fucking school. Sorry. So. <laughs> well, the, 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 the best part is, and I'll actually, I'm going to get probably some heat for this. I don't care. The best part is if you run into, people don't know this. If you're a infantry officer, you are guaranteed within reason, guaranteed a position to go to ranger school. Yeah. So if you're an infantry officer without a ranger tab, that means you voluntarily quit or, or you, 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 you did something, you dodged, Right. But like every infantry officer. You can dodge a ball, you can dodge a tab. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But that's always weird. Like you see like a lieutenant, this is what we're in. I'm like, bro, you quit a 68 day school or whatever it 62 is. 62 like, days. What do you, well, I mean, some of us recycle, so I kind of forget how long <laughs> I was. Real Rangers recycle, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think it's funny because I'm always like, why didn't you not pass it? An infantry officer, you're going to lead, lead 30 mm-hmm. men into combat and you couldn't pass a fucking school. And, and, you know, I know some of you probably got hurt or did whatever. Don't hate on me for that. But man up, go back to radio school, bitch. But that's the guy that went through all this hardening to make him the leader that he is as a command sergeant major in this infantry element for basic training. And he's now just he like, wants to take and just like, you know away. what? The things that made me great, we're going to remove them. And I don't want to get too deep into it because... <laughs> Right. <laughs> I don't want anybody to be as good as me. So fuck those. And like, I don't want to get too far into it. Cause like I said, I did my own video and I don't want to try and, you know, regurgitate my jokes and give away my shit. But you look at it and you're like, what are you doing? Taking away the things that made you better. Well, mine. I think that's like the whole thing. It's like the participation in trophy awards and all the shit. Like, you know, bro, the- fucking life is hard. Like you're probably going to have a family member or you get cancer at some point. There's going to be fucking tragedy in your life. Like life is a fucking roller coaster. It is fucking challenging. It's full of anxiety and depression and all this shit. But if you just fucking work through it every single day and focus on a little whiskey and mm-hmm. creating a community and laughing, like you laugh your way to the grave well, and it's great. And like, it's the whole problem. These fucking pussies that are like, let's make every aspect of life easy. We need to Wrong. give them a I mean, win wrong. every so often. Wrong. It's, it's, 
you know, back in the in the sixties when when fucking Vietnam was going on, there was a time when your final patrol in Ranger School was in fucking combat. No like, shit. We can't do that anymore. Like we have to simulate stress in a simulated environment. Is that real? We can't. Yeah. That's yeah. Lerp cool. school and, and Lerp. Lerp Dude, those school dudes are badass. And fucking Ranger bro. school when they had it in Vietnam, I believe. Like, yeah, Lerp school. Your graduate. Your graduation was a fucking mission. All right, <laughs> guys, time to go on your graded <laughs> patrol. Right, yeah. VCs right up front. You're like, yeah, if fuck. you come back, you graduated. <laughs> Congratulations. That's crazy. Some guys never graduated. Yeah, <laughs> some guys, they didn't quit. So, they just... When did you get your unit patch? Like when I went to two seven five. No, no, no. Your unit patch. Like when you like, like got done with your training, like during training, they handed you your like first when I scroll. For yeah, my, when I got my scroll. Oh shit! That was like March two thousand. No, I mean like in your training. Like did you like you went to the ranger bat or you were in ranger school and they were like, here's your scroll, so people know who you are. Yeah, so you go to like I went to OSA, which was basic yeah. and infantry school combined. Went to airborne school and went to RIP, now known as RASP. Graduated RASP, and at graduation you get uh, your left shoulder, put your scroll on there. You. I have two IDs, so I just did infantry and then... But then you got your unit patch when yeah, you went to, you when you you went to your unit. unit you get an army unit patch after after going through red phase. Not even passing basic training. Just that you get, army thing. You get a U.S. Army, you get a patch on your unit on your unit side. See, that's fucking... Three weeks. Fuck, this is a trophy. Fuck what? That. It's a yeah. fucking trophy. It's fuck a, it's, what? You just made it through red phase. And guess what? Privates and those people that are going to join the military... If you pass red phase, which is the breakdown phase where we're really on your shit and we're babying you the entire way because you're brand new, just because that phase banner changes, you get that little fucking patch on your shoulder doesn't mean the red phase ends. You could still be a bunch of fuck ups and I can still mess with your life really bad. How long is red phase? Red three phase. Weeks? So base training split up into three weeks. You've got red, white, and blue. Three three weeks each phases. I'm sorry. Basically, yeah, three yeah, week three phases. Weeks. Yeah. Basic training in, on the army is 21 days. No, you no, no, three phases. So nine it's weeks. about it's ten weeks, but they're the the main is you got red phase just three weeks, white phase three, blue phase three, then red, white, and blue, which is your culmination week where you spend it all on the field and you do your nonsense. And for people that are combat arms that have OSIT, you would then go into your directly into your uh your MOS training. training yeah. yeah. But like that's one of the things like participation trophies. There's a real participation trophy. You haven't even made it through basic training, and just because your flag changed. To symbolize that you've, you know, you're you're through the this the breaking is, down phase, which you may not be through, because that depends on how you act and how I determine. Yeah, I got I got no unit patch no. ever until I went to my unit, which was second range of time. Yeah. And then moreover, like I couldn't love have been more thankful. Mad. I love this. No, no, no. It's good. Like, and I probably sound like the old, the old guy that's bickering, but like they're they're when okay, so look at it from this as a reflective fucking 33-year-old right now of of what I went through. You look great. Thanks, buddy. At least um, 26. I thought 26. Yeah. Will you stop your bullshit? I can't be nice now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, all of a sudden hey, I'm a yeah, dick and now I can't be nice. This is why you Yorkers don't like trying you. trying to hear the He's still mad about Rich. his, his mustard's story. messing with his brain right <laughs> That's now. Okay. The mustard gas. The mustard gas is getting to him. No, but I think there was incremental successes that were small, right? It's like when 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 you got to, I think, uh, after OSUT, you got to finally get your high and tight rather than a bald head. And I was like, oh, that's a win. Yeah. So it's like those incremental wins. And I think the best thing that Ranger Battalion did to me, and I, I put this in my book, Shameless Plug, but when- What's that book called? Uh, yeah, thank you for my service. Thank, thank oh, you for thank my yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But was it a New York Times bestseller? Yes, it was. Thank oh, you. How long was it a New York Times bestseller? Um, over a million copies Quite sold? a few weeks. Wow, that's fantastic. That sounds like a book I don't know. Probably I have buy. no idea. I'm just guessing. I, I mean, if anybody else- Whatever, it doesn't matter. It sounds like something they should probably buy. But the whole thing was, is like, you got 
you got your skull and you had this massive sense of pride and you're like, I'm a fucking special operator. Like it, there, there was a moment of like you egotistical, earned I earned it. I got this. I'm fucking awesome. And then I showed up the battalion and then you're like, and I oh, got fucking fuck. wrecked. I was the bottom of the barrel. I got fucking smoked way worse than anything in basic training, mm-hmm. sometimes way worse, probably on the bridge of hazing, making me take shots and whiskey and throwing up until I puke multiple uh, times. That's not hazing. No, while I'm doing pushups and shit and freezing yeah, cold but still, showers. That's not hazing. But at the end of the day, all that shit, man, it made me it made me more tolerant of the the environment that I was in. And I had to earn my stay until like my third, fourth, fifth deployment where I was like becoming a team leader and all this shit. And like that's that's the culture that I really thank for being resilient and a lot of the shit that I've had to deal with in business because if I was just like, congratulations, you have a bachelor's degree. You're the best ever. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah, but that you know, that's just, a, that's a small fucking step to the skyscraper that I'm trying to reach. You want to know something funny is when we were going through all that shit in the, in the young phases, you know what you and I never fucking had in our heads that we were going to go whine to the fucking Sergeant Major or the fucking Chief or anything about the, the boys being mean to us. No, no. Because we wanted a spot with but, the but, fucking but, boys. But that's, that's, like, part that's of the like, fucking mindset that has gone away. It's but, like, but rather than fucking want to be on the team, you yeah. want to go bitch. Well, and they sign up for the system. They want to bitch to the system. The system is implemented there for them to be success is in wartime situations. And like, to your exact point, Jared, when I had the worst moments of my life, what I ended up doing, I sat in a foxhole, freeze my ass off. And we draw a whole list about all the food we were going to eat after range school or whatever selection process I was in. And I had that bonding moment with my team members, which like really contributed to us being more of a functioning team as the guys, rather than going to the, you, you can't, so I'm going to yell at the system. Like, no, I, I deserve to get fucking smoked. I was a little shithead, dude. I was a cocky little fuck. And they, mm-hmm. they made sure I was less of a cocky. I was fuck. a young idiot. You're an old idiot now, bud. <laughs> but you're my idiot. I'm really. Stop lo- it. You see, I you like love our back you, and forth. I like how you, you're fucking CA motherfucker. Dude, he'd be yeah. hard to be in a relationship. You're fucking pissing me off. And then you make me all buttered Yeah, are you married, dude? I love you. Yeah. No, dude, I get I so gonna, many. I get so many comments in my shit. Every time I put like a woman that helps me like film something or is in a skit with Welcome me. Welcome to the internet. People just go, wow, his wife's pretty cool. Oh, I can't believe his wife let him get away with that. I'm like. Well, if there's any cleavage in my videos, I bought those tits. That's what the internet thinks. And then I've been married to like seven times. There's someone that came to my stream the other day and was like, how many times have you been married? Six. And I was like, oh, once. Like, I'm still yeah, married. You got double digit titties, right? Are we, I mean, I bought, I bought three sets. Double digits? Four? four? I don't know. Three? I forget. Three or four? It's okay. That's it's a good problem to have. <laughs> from a CA, Jesus, give me some of that titty money, from, bro. From a CA perspective, right? This <laughs> was increasing the psychological endowment of the American male by increasing the breast size of females. You have a down payment on a house. <clears throat> it's in the not that much. We augmentation went, it was in Mexico. They were cheap. <laughs> and one only got one. It was weird. It was like a Cyclops <laughs> thing. It was like, He's like yeah. showing his kids and like he doesn't use like units of money. He uses like, that's three titty jobs right there, son. Plot <laughs> twist. I'd be pretty a, rich if I didn't spend it all on titties. You want a Kia Sorento? That's one set of tits. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if we're going to get that horse, all right, you got to make sure you have one half a tip money. All right. Well, that's the best investment, like financial planning that I've figured out is any decision you make monetarily, you associate with how many Glocks can I buy? So you're like 2000 bucks, like, just, just I can get Glocks. four Glocks. Yeah, just Glocks. Glocks. I can get four Glocks. Four, that's well, it's a, easy because they range from 475 you know, to 550. a lot of Glocks. See, I like to feel really cool. So I, I go by high points. I'm like, oh, that's like 30 high points right there. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that's big dick. Fuck them high points. You guys, I showed you my pirate guns yesterday. Those Dude, I love beautiful. high points. No, I, they I actually own, work really I own, well. I, the points. nine mil is actually really fun to shoot. The forty five is fucking crazy, and I am I am not afraid of it, but I am very wary of it. But the nine mil high point is actually I really enjoy that. It's so much fun. What's it's your like, favorite caliber ever? Ooh, seven six two, baby. Yeah. Really? I'm an AK yeah. guy. Three nine, so not five two. Oh, yeah. No. AK. Mm. Oh, I don't like that. Mm. You just judged me in a I negative like, way. I there. like 762 by 54. That's why, what's yours? What's yours? What 308. Old Russian. That's good. What's yours, Captain Judgmental? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I say I say 762. I open myself up to you and you fucking shit all over me. Yeah. Mm. God, you're worse than a stepfather. Some people like tequila and orange juice. Others sip the fine hey, scotchy I'm a big scotch, fan scotch. of 30 millimeter, by the way. I still like how he didn't answer my question. Well, yeah, get him to answer it. <laughs> do you want me to? Do you want me to politically answer this, or do you no, want me to no, answer this? Was it fifty because no it's political big? Political answer, but it's your favorite. Yeah, it's well, no, political. the political answer would be it depends on the criteria of the environment that'd be operating that wasn't in. Your question. And, well, the seven six two is in every single environment, so that's why uh, I would say I would say five five six, just because I've relied on that, that so much. And uh, oh, five, Evan's calling me. Five five six mini guns are pretty cool. Yeah, but what if it was a seven six two by thirty nine minigun? Like the Portland situation going right? on right now, a lot <laughs> cheaper. Throw a you put some minis. wolf ammo in there, dude. Yeah, yeah. steel steel casing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bro, dude, that's my shit. I love that junk ammo, man. It works just as good. I don't give a damn because that AK works. Just tear fine. that paper open as it falls out. Oh, oh yeah, there we go. That's dude, all you're I getting right me now. wet. Oh. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing with that the, the polymer coating on there. Everybody was like, it clogs up your barrel. The heat signature, based off when you fire the round, doesn't heat it up enough. It's just the steel casing tends to like dissolve a little bit in there. See, it makes your gun something I didn't know. Yeah. That's very attractive. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Wow. I know yeah. some guns. Not just a hat rack, brother. Second time you've called him attractive. I call people handsome all the time. Minutes. You know why? Because men don't get enough compliments. Eli, oh, you're a beautiful hey, person hey. on the inside and outside. And I hope one day that I can be as kind as you. What I the can't. fuck are you saying this to everybody else? Huh? You're skipping me over. Yeah, you get all the love already. I saw your lady. Right, you can't right. get enough. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot. <laughs> can we talk about that? <laughs> can we? Because this we'll is skip great... over that for now. <laughs> oh, what do we have? <laughs> can we talk? What about the wager, Jared? Ooh. Ooh. What wager? Do people know about oh, the wager? Oh, 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 the previous wager. Yeah, yeah we can talk about that. Because Eli fucking nailed it. I, you, you, I think you held out just to make me wrong. No, I didn't. I, I would. She was a nice think, lady. She I, was very I, nice. I, yeah. I enjoyed her a lot. She was a sweetheart. She was, I, I, but I it, takes, it takes a woman of extraordinary stature to date a man like you. Yes, yes. I'm difficult. Crazies? I just like you text not crazy. in the group thread. thread. I broke, guys, I might have bended the rules. Jared, are you in a relationship? Maybe. Because yeah. <laughs> we did Maybe. say the rule was for me and Eli, no relationship for 2020. Well, Jared made that rule. So, like, let's put that I out. Yeah. I and broke it like two yeah. weeks later. I feel like it's the year to You were be like single. the politician that said defund the police, and then you called the police. <laughs> and we're like, okay, little hypocritical here, Jared. Well, someone's breaking into my house. You're Listen, like, I have a lot I, of I, ideas, yeah, and uh, I get drunk. <laughs> oh, I, don't look at me. I think that's a great idea. Oh, which one? Both. Oh. <laughs> Drunken ideas are makes what makes the world go round. I will say this, though. The nice young lady who I just was able to meet has a great uh, idea on how she can hopefully impact the world with the organization yes, she works for. Well. And I am all about it. Mm -hmm. Me too. So don't I, fuck that up, Jared. I got to see fuck her it up, Jared. speak this, week, this weekend, and it was fucking awesome. That's awesome. And where I hear you, where her- Where you guys uh, watch her speak at? Uh, it was uh, the Youth Summit. In Has Houston. she heard you sing the national anthem? Because that's a closer right there. Not yet. Mm. 
I love Jared. Jared is my favorite thing. It's just like shit show Jared. And he's like, ah, fucking, yeah. And then like Jared has this ability to turn on and be hyper professional. And then you give him a mic to sing national anthem. He just fucking demolishes it. I'm like the Super Jared respectful. in my group of friends. So it's nice to hang out with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't really have a mat in my group. No, I do. That's my buddy, Justin. He's my old partner. He's just really hot. Uh, no, but he is, is a that handsome Italian you? man. No. I'm getting I mean, older now. Have you, have you, I, I don't know if you've heard some of the interviews I do. Like I, I love uh, telling people, you know, that you are the actual writer behind like all of, of the rap battles and the music and things like, I'm like, you know, he wrote all that himself. Like, and they're like, what? Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for the yeah. clout. We have a good team here, yeah. you know, yeah. every, every it, teamwork makes the dream work. That's it's what true. we do. Everybody's got their role. Like gun free zone. That was a little bit of everything. I had a decent idea. Eli came in and wrote a way better line than I had about the gun free zone in the house. And then your impact on this, the song as well, your beautiful harmonies. Like, we're just a weird conglomeration one. of yeah. multi-talented fuckheads. Well, I mean, that just started, like, that wasn't even planned. No. It was me, you, and Gallagher, and him That's in a the fun room. thing to talk about. Five days. Blah, 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 five blah, blah, five blah. days from concept to recording to tracking to mixing and mastering to, to shooting the video. music video. Mm-hmm. And five days. And the music video is gorgeous, by the way. Like, our music videos are looking really good now. <laughs> well... <laughs> They've stepped up and we're sucking our own dicks right now. Just fucking sorry, wah, wah, wah. sorry. You're our guest. We're over here talking yeah, about I ourselves. I mean, I, I, I'm not. No, sorry that's cool. You're I, from New York and you're kind of a dick. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's nice to have a bunch of guys really get to remind you how stuff. shitty your life is. Thanks, guys, for yeah, bringing you're, me here. You're like a well, not all of us can grow hair in our thirties. <laughs> and your wife in our thirties. Did you make a bald joke, Matt? <laughs> what? Did you just make a bald joke, Matt? Are you interpreting that as a bald joke? You just said no, not everybody can grow hair in their 30s. Well, you grow lots of hair. It's just not in your head. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you were distracted over there because right. I hit you with I a haymaker I guess, over here. I guess happy angry cops is uh, going to leave the building for a little bit. And hey, that's, see, if I were you right there, you'd play in my insecurity and be like, at least I have arms that work and I have muscles. Oh, know, no. And I'm fat. No, right man. I'm, I'm just a nice good. person. So I that's a, you are full of shit and a half and a half. Oh man, now we're just lying on the podcast. Someone call the factory. Dude. We have a truckload of balloons. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh man, I really hope this can fly and nobody fucking figures this shit out. Like, because I'm a nice guy. Nope, didn't land. Didn't fly. Did not land. Fucking blimp full of baloney. <laughs> How about, what's what's your worst? Because I always like asking law enforcement guys, like yeah. or, or gals, what what is your worst like? fucking story where like this not necessarily like tragic but like shit show of a call where you just went and you're like dude i'm okay this is my tuesday dude i'm in i I used to get shit shows all the time before covid happened because i was uh, i was in a proactive unit so it wasn't 911 calls that i would get i would have to go out and i'd have to look for gangs guns and drugs and i would hit the housing projects i was in before so a couple years ago i was in a gangs guns and drugs unit and then I, uh, that unit was disbanded because it was just a, a commissioner's unit that he had and the commissioner left. And then because that was gone, I still wanted to do proactive stuff. I went to a housing unit. So all we did was jump in the housing projects and have fun like that. So you, you literally what you said is like, oh, this crazy thing happened. And that's just my Tuesday. Right. Like that, that happens a lot. So I, um, is being a police officer more difficult than being in the military? Because you kind of done both, kind of because well, you still, still guard and you doing. hold like thirty goddamn MOSs, so you yeah. can be good at any of them. Big deal. <laughs> that's right, Matt. You can get more than one MOS. I'm, that's the only thing I have you beat in life. <laughs> You've got more hair on your head than I do. Yeah, so you You've got more fake learned, titties you paid for, you, but I've got more MOSs. Hey, so you've learned it's something. The small victories. Jack uh, of all so trades. I'm sorry. Uh, what? 
What was your question? I no, said, don't dodge I said, my question. You've kind of been in the military. Yeah. You know, since you have 30 fucking MOSs. <sighs> Man, you get, oh, I, I, so I'll tell you what, I'll give you one of my old stories. Uh, I was a rookie. I was, I was a rookie and we went to a mental health call. Basically this mentally unstable person had for the third or fourth time bit an attendant and I'm new. I'm like new on the job. Hey, so I get there. Yeah. And <laughs> stop it with your teeth. Stop it. <laughs> and so <laughs> what's that? What's that in reference to? You, you'll get it when you grow up. And, <laughs> when, and so, so I go in there and like all these coppers or the guys, old timers and stuff are like trying to deal with this kid. And I'm just like, all right. Like I know a couple of people that have, you know, have family members and I've met with them that have some disabilities and stuff like that. Let me go see what's going on. And it is a six foot seven, 350 plus pound ginger child, man child that is standing <laughs> ass naked on his bed and has bent the mattress down. So it's like two inches above the floor. And I'm like, holy shit. And we're going to call this guy Brody. All right. We're just going to call him Brody. Cause I don't want to use his real name and I can't really remember it, but I'm like, oh my God, because I went in there to be like, okay, cool. I'm tired of waiting. Let's get this guy to the hospital real quick. And the OG that I was with was like, hey, you want to take it over, rookie? Go ahead. See what you can do. So I go in there and I go, Brody. He's like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm like, Brody, you need to get your clothes on. Poor guy had the tiniest wiener I've ever seen in my entire life. Massive red bush. And it scars me to this day. And I was just like, was it, was it peeking under the bush? I dude, can, it was an acorn. Dude, why can and I smell this? Right it, it, you're exactly right. You can, it's oh. like, it's, it's, it's overpowering yeah. mustard. So I go, Brody, I go, you gotta, I go, you gotta, you gotta get down. You gotta put your clothes on and we gotta go to the hospital. He's like, no. I go, Brody, I said, please. I said, please, Brody. And he goes, yeah. And then he put his clothes on and we go, and we go into the ambulance. And this is where the scariest thing in my career probably happened. And the ambulance attendant goes, it's like, here, man, uh, here's the paperwork you need to sign. As I sit in the ambulance with young uh, Brody and he's, you know, strapped down to the gurney. He goes, here's this paperwork you got to sign. I'm just like, wait, I don't need to sign any paperwork. Well, but I'm a rookie. Maybe I'm messing this up. I don't know. And he was like, no, this is some paperwork you need to sign. Wink, wink. And he points to the chart and it says, do not underline capitalize. Do not call Brody a bad boy. And I look at the attendant and he goes, I've never seen that my entire career. Brody takes his foot and starts rubbing it up the inside of my thigh towards my junk. And I'm like, oh, oh, Brody, no. And Brody looks at me with this devious look and goes, is Brody being a bad boy? And I go, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, Brody, no. Brody's a good boy. Brody's I said, very please. Good boy. Very I said good boy. please. You're a good boy, Brody. I go, but you don't do that. That's not the right thing that we do, Brody. And so then we went with Brody to the hospital. But like being involved with, <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining Jack as Brody right now. Pretty much. <laughs> what do you think would have happened if you called Brody a bad boy? I, I kind of want to find I out. I think Brody would have broke those straps and fucked me up. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think Brody would have had, would have taken that little acorn and put it in my fucking ear hole. I think. <laughs> but so, but the, like other like scary moments are like, you know, people shooting at you or like, you know, I've involved, involved in protests and stuff like that. And I don't know, it's, I don't want to compare it to combat, but like, you're kind of just in the moment. So you're just living it. And then when you look back at it, you're like, oh, that was weird. That was crazy. Like that was a cool time. Now got a foot chase with the kid. It was when BLM started. And I was like, either I shoot this young black kid in the back, even though he's pulling out a firearm, or I just run him down. And I was like, I'm going to run him down. 
So I put my pistol back in my thing as I'm running. I chased him down into a thorn bush. He popped a round off and threw his gun. We got it. And uh, yeah, it was that. Damn. That's a cool guy story. That's not really like a scary story. No, I think that if anything, that outlines kind of like the 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 complexity involved in a lot of these things that are so absorbed mm-hmm. face value on social media. And if if you have to look through the escalation of force that happened previously over the hours or minutes before, mm-hmm. and then you see the outcome of it, it's easily to judge on that. But there, there's a lot there. And um, yeah, it, it's challenging. I, I don't know if I'd want to, want to do that job, to be honest with you. That's a psychological change you go through because you know you're being watched more. Even not watch more, but because the previous thing, it's like, yeah. just as you said, you didn't want to just pull a gun, even though he was pulling a gun out. Your mind oh, my gun automatically was, out. was, my gun was like, out. I can't do this because X, Y, and Z. Now. Yeah. Well, I, and it wasn't like I couldn't do it. it, it like in, in those moments, you just, your brain works on overload. So it's just like in that millisecond, you've thought of a whole bunch of shit. You've yeah. gone over like so many different scenarios in your brain. And in that, 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 that yeah. less than a snap of a finger, you're like, I made my decision. This is what I'm going to do. And I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, for better or for worse, but you have to act on whatever decision you make. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think that's anything, and I think a lot of people are hyper judgmental on those situations, but they've never been in like a hyper complex environment that they've had to make a decision right then and mm-hmm. there, and then you have to take in consideration of like how their day was going. Do they feel their life's in threat? Like the 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 lead up into the event. And the same thing applies to war where there's certain times you're like, do, is this a no shoot, shoot situation? We just got shot up from this building and someone's walking out with a hand in their pocket. And you're like, okay, is this an S vest? Is he going to fucking pull a gun on me? And you're like, you're running towards them, closing the distance. And you're like, I got to figure this out in two seconds. Yeah. And if you make the wrong decision, you're dead or he's dead. Yeah. Or you get lucky and you both don't die or something, mm-hmm. but it, it's, 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 more no. challenging than I think anybody in the average community could ever fucking Not understand. Yet. And the, yeah. the one thing that when people say, ask me, you know, kind of the different, like, like what it was like in the military or, or would you ever want to be a cop? I'm like, no, because when we went out of that, when we went out the gate, we knew we were going to get in a fight with the enemy. Yeah. You guys always have to treat someone as if you don't know what you're getting into. So you don't know if he's the enemy it's, yet. It's you, and that, that world, weird, I man. don't want to live in. Like <laughs> You have to be super neutral. And it, it doesn't matter how neutral you are. People will, uh, will have like, they'll make up their own mind about what happened. And then they'll tell people and then they'll retell that story until it becomes something that it, it isn't anymore. It's like, you got to go up to people like, hey, how you doing? And you're like, what's going on? This and the other thing. And so you could be empty neutral to them, but in your mind, you can be like, oh, I dealt with this guy. Like, this is a dope boy. Like this boy, this boy just posted with a gun up on social media yesterday. This dude, this dude got a gun and he's making comments like, I'm going to shoot any cop that stops me. Fuck you. Fuck 12. Fuck ops, pigs, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You'd be like, oh, what's up, Jeremy? How you doing today, bro? Hey, what's up? You got that thing on you today? And then you see his face go, oh shit. And you're like, oh fuck, he's got that thing. And then the fight's on. And then you're fucking fighting with the dude in the car window as he's trying to drive away with your partner sticking out the window. And that's happened. <laughs> no, it sounded like a very I've personal through, story. We I've were, jumped through a couple windows before to be like. We were singing that song. I didn't know what fuck 12 meant. Fuck 12. Oh yeah. You know what fuck? Yeah. Cause well, there's a couple different things of why they say fuck 12. Cause it's 911 plus you. So. Nine one one. That's eleven, uh, and then plus you, me being the cop. You show up. It's twelve. There's a couple other things too. Yeah, man. I speak some. I speak some hood shit, bro. Like we were playing. We were playing yeah. some trap songs the other day, we were, and, and we were watching Rumor. Yeah, we were playing some <laughs> trap songs, and I, I played. Uh, there's a gang in in the department, not in my department, but in the city that I work for, and uh, they have a, a rap group, and I played one of their songs because it gets me hyped, and I've been like, I hate them. They are bad people. They're dope boys. They're drug runners. They're shooters. 
But man, this one song, I just love singing it every time I would arrest him. It's called Sheesh. Oh, sheesh. Sheesh, okay. sheesh. And, it's, and, and as I'm like jumping up and down singing this song, I'm like, arrested him, arrested him. Snitch, snitch, dead, dead. Woo, sheesh, sheesh. <laughs> Just having a blast. My favorite trap song is usually the one that I'm towing your car to. So like, <laughs> it's like if I, I'll, I'll like get in a dope boy's car and like, you know, they're going and what's, so what's, the, what's a dope boy? A dope boy? Like dope I know boy. what dope is. Dope boy, dope boy. It's a dope boy. It's a, uh, dope boy. Yeah, it's a dope boy. It's like he, a he sells, sells dope. Sells dope. Mm, like so, marijuana? So weed. What well, dope's just a general term for whatever. Okay. Uh, like you you got that work, you want that work? That's Coke. Crack. At work. Work? 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 Oh, I'm so off the street terms, dude. Ice crystal, that's meth. You got uh yeah, there's there's a bunch of slang, but my crack is king, man. Crack is king. H heroin. H is heroin. Sweep. What's some sweep? What's some sweep? Yeah, what is that? I don't know. What's that good good? I just said it. Like good good. What's a good good? That could, that could be an, a general term for anything. You know, you got the good good, and they could be anything. Okay. They could be good weed. They could how be do you, the, the weed you, could be fire, the weed for, could be gas. I'll gas no breaks, man. This you, weed is all gas, no breaks. How do you ask Ooh, for that's black some, that's some tar stuff. heroin? Oh, I didn't see. I don't get a lot of black tar heroin. It's mainly brown or white powder mixed with fentanyl or gray. <laughs> mixed with fentanyl? Oh, yeah. That oh, shit kills been, people, dude. Tell me more. <laughs> wow, what? this guy. He could How be a doctor. What? Are you a doctor? I'm ready for the fucking <laughs> Are you department, bro. Fentanyl's <laughs> like, no, it's like one of the most underground. I've watched so many documentaries on it. And it's just like, it's just fucking murdering people oh, because I'm, it's mixed with so many different substances and people are yeah. unknowingly dying I mean, to the painkillers. They started, during COVID, they started mixing Coke with fentanyl and people were ODing on Coke. And they, and they made it the best billboards ever. Because politicians were like, hey, give us your cocaine because there might be fentanyl in it. Stay safe. <laughs> and you're like, oh like I'm pretty God. sure we're not supposed to be doing a bunch of blow anyway, man. But whatever. Okay. God you're trying dang. your best. Wow. You know, this is this is a special episode. How so? Uh, uh, because it's the first time we've ever had a guest on that's never been requested. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Well, Jared, Jared, as much as, as good as a joke that is, I am the police. I show up when, wherever I'm not wanted. Like, that is my job is to be like, hey, we didn't call for you. I'm like, well, I'm here. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. We no, made me fall on my bad there's arm. There's a lot God of comments. Damn. There's been a lot of comments, people begging for you. Oh, he's no, he, dude, he just looked you up and down. He's like, "Where's my next show going?" <laughs> it's gonna happen. Well, I'm hey, coming hard. You served me I'm one. I hard, served buddy. it right back there. I'm pretty much one of them Venus sisters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what Were you just making a tennis reference? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like Serena Williams? Yeah. What'd you Venus say? Venus sister? It was Venus. No, it's Williams. And I think oh, it's Venus, Venus Williams, Williams oh, okay. and Serena Williams. Yeah, Williams. Whatever. Who are All great right. athletes. My only uh, critique is they don't have to scream the fucking so Gillette Razor. <laughs> Wait, Gillette makes Venus? Yeah, I think so. I thought Venus is their own brand. No, Venus is owned Aren't by Gillette. Are they like the pink ones? Owned by Gillette? Probably. Yeah. You know a lot of weird shit. <laughs> Bro, I'm a weird guy, man. See, <laughs> Matt, this is why I show up without being requested to shit on you. I need to bring you into the real world. Hey, I was happy to meet you in person after all those Instagram requests you gave me. Like, uh, you yeah. know, was that was it recording requests. when this happened? <laughs> no, after I was falsely accused of being like, "Hey, man, I won't follow you unless you follow me." Yeah, dick measuring contest, dick over here. How you doing? I just want to be friends in real life, and I didn't know like Facebook friends or Instagram friends meant reality. I thought we could just 
meet in a personable level. Talk about, you know, personable. Didn't you just fall on the ground after he shit all over <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, but it's like walking a, watching a Japanese bukkake film. I'm not a fan of the girl getting pooped on or the guy pooping. But I was funny. getting shit on. I know, but it's funny. I was, didn't care if you're the fan. I was getting shit on. Jared just committed some police brutality. <laughs> <laughs> You assaulted an officer yeah. with, a, with, with your with your wit. That's a deadly weapon. God. I mean, I did get you pretty good on this. Yeah, the STD that's joke. What I'm saying. Boom. We, I got a STD joke. You got that one. Yeah. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes the cops shit. anyway. Shit. And Eli's Donut just, had to stop becoming a cop so that people wouldn't like him. <laughs> so shit. I guess there's some truth into that. It's still like the skeleton in his closet, though. I feel like they always pull up. There used to be five zero. You know. What do you mean? With donut. How is that a skeleton? I, I missed you. What, do you. what do you mean? No, like it's still used against him by like threads and stuff. And I love well, yeah, but he's, such a, he's such a kind human. And that's what we kind of started talking about was how it's okay to dehumanize somebody because of their profession if it's yeah. a police officer, which is freaking weird. It doesn't make sense. I have my stalker girlfriend calling me. That's nice. Devin. Mm. You're just going to put him on the uh, mic there? I could, no. How many boob jabs did you buy him? Um, just a butt job. Okay. Oh, that's a nice Perked one. it up. It was a Brazilian no, butt not, lift. it's not like... He, is it a lumpy it, butt? No, no, no. It was a whole job. Like, not... He didn't actually get butt implants. They just did some work on it. Oh, they're like... They're that. Teflon line, the inner thing. Wow. I think you two should just up. do an episode and get hammered and see what happens. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a... I, let me tell you, man. I am a delight when I drink. In what way? Oh, I, mean, I don't we know. We were singing. We were all singing. Oh, we were last having night. a good time. Yeah, last night was a good I time. played the Goo Goo Dolls as it rained in Buffalo. Jack and I had a moment. It was fantastic. You guys had a moment? I miss it. I know. You, well, you were having your own moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little weird that like you and Jack are very similar, and he's up there like a like a crazy ex-girlfriend looking at you like, hey, I can't no, wait No, it, it's not. He's a proud done. dad. He's just like, I brought my buddy down to Texas, and now he's doing podcasts. <laughs> oh, boy, I sure like him. Wow, Rich is a good guy. <laughs> Have you met Rich? Oh, you should meet Rich. He's a great guy. You know what? Fish. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take some fucking lessons from you. I want to give a shout out to Jack Mandeville. If you don't know, he has some of the most edgy humor out there, but he mm -hmm. is one of the most hilarious motherfuckers I've ever met. One of the kindest souls I've met, and I am so thankful that he uh, is in essence a part of Black Rifle and what we are doing here. And I wish him nothing more than success in life because he's a great human. He's a great guy. And an insanely underrated actor. That guy can fucking True. play so many different characters. He is brilliant. He so I love you, Jack Mandeville. He a good video today, too. Him and, him and he's Pat, good. Yeah, these guys. He, he's my him. guilty pleasure. Like when I'm like a couple of whiskeys in, it's one in the morning, I'm trying to fall asleep. I pull up Jack's little Instagram and I giggle away like a fucking schoolgirl. He's like Mad TV. So yeah. that one person. Because you, you know it's just going to punch you in the face, yes. whatever it is. It's like whatever, nothing exactly. is, no holds bars. Like any nothing's off limits. And you're like, I wish I could say that. He's like, he's like a, he's like Stuart. Yeah, you just you could just you yeah. could just get entranced with watching Stewart. It's the same thing as Jack. You just sit there like this is inappropriate and weird, but sometimes he hits on some really good topics. Yeah, so like, oh. it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, Jack Mandeville. Jack, Hates you're a fantastic, fantastic actor. Yeah, good. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic yeah. actor. Yeah. Well, where can uh, people that don't follow you that listen to our show follow you now? Oh no, I don't think anybody that listens to the show is going to follow me, considering no, that I just kind of abruptly brought myself here for no reason other than the being an asshole. <laughs> JT, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you can find me on Angry Cops. I'll be the guy swinging from the rafters after I go home because I've been <laughs> shot down. Wait, by, by like wait, three, are you like, swinging from the rafters or the sidewalk? Which one? <laughs> I don't know. A little bit of both. Sorry, I just had. To make I don't that. get it. What swinging from the sidewalk mean? Did you not pick up my reference? No, you got it. Okay, okay second. Get that. We'll just dodge that one. Swinging yeah. from the sidewalk, like next to a car. Oh. <laughs> 
my my infamous donut video. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I listen, listen up. If all those little bitches out there that want to say, I'd put your drill start if you got in my face, you better check that attitude real quick. You come up into my zone. Right. Dude, that's yeah. a, that, are you from Boston? Elbow. New York? No. New elbow. Well, I got to say, you're, you're, elbow. you're a delight in person, man. And I'm sure, uh, like all of us, you have aggressive content. But I know talking to you before the show, you have really good outlook on life and society and how mm. we can all kind of fucking work together. So I commend you on that. And I wish you Thank all the you. success. And, um, Hope everything turns out great for you. And it's a pleasure having you on the show, man. I'm sure you enjoy it. Angry Cops is where you can find me okay. on the YouTubes and the Insta Grizzles. Got it. Angry Cops. Angry, yep. Angry Cops. Yep. All over social media. Well, thanks yeah. for coming on, buddy. Thank we you, appreciate buddy. it. Check them out. Make some hilarious shit. And uh, we'll see you next free range. Bye, guys. Yeah.